This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Path Interest Podcast. You're in the house. I hope you guys are doing great today. Today's episode, I'm going to be jumping in into a conversation that I had with Shelly Varela and another uh, guest I, I, I'll be having on the podcast and I'm so excited to have him out and everything because um, it's a surprise. I won't tell you guys who it is, but um, get excited for it because it's someone uh, very influential. So it was so cool. Um but they both asked me a, a question that I've been thinking a lot about. And why do you do what you do, Paul? And what motivates you? So it's crazy because it's a very deep question to ask. And I really wanted to dive into this. Um, again, I'm going to try to cut this into one take because it's it's something that I really want to dive deep on. And, and you cannot script this. I'm telling you guys cannot script this. So... I was asked, why do you do what you do, Paul? Why, what motivates you? And really two things come to mind is that a lot of, you'll get to differentiate the things, what is truly important and what is not important. Once you go through an extreme situation that I have, um, back in 2015, I was actually robbed. Uh, Four armed men uh, came into our house about nine o'clock in the morning with my mom and dad at home as well too. And shoved around and everything. It was crazy. Uh, I was asleep at the time and he heard a lot of uh, rustling, a lot of noise, a lot of yelling. Went downstairs and uh, saw that there was somebody who was shoving my mom around. It was crazy. And I completely went blank and I went and ran right in between uh, my mom and that, that thug and shoved the guy out of the way and, and took my mom back. And it was crazy. I, when I finally came to, because of all the adrenaline rush, um, I was being held at gunpoint. I had a gun to my head. It was crazy. I've never seen a gun before in my life and it was actually being held at gunpoint. It was crazy. Um, I didn't see my dad anywhere and afterwards, we were all shoved over to the kitchen floor uh, laying down there for most of the morning while the other three were running around looking for valuables and money and everything and screaming at us asking for where's the money I'm gonna blow your fucking brains off like you know I'm fucking crazy and they were just screaming at us with all that with machetes and guns and was crazy because um, it felt like an eternity eternity for me guys like it was it was intense and so I got a lot of time to think at that time and and it really, really drew into like perspective for me what was really important and what wasn't important. And at the end of it, I'm telling you right now, at the end of it, it was the best case scenario. Uh, we walked away with our lives. My mom and dad was okay. I was fine. My dad had a few bruises, but all our, most of our valuables were taken away. Um, purses, money and everything and, uh, cell phones, all that stuff was all stolen and uh, all taken away. But during that morning when we were being held at gunpoint, I had a gun to my head the whole entire time. And it was crazy because, um, typically when you're in this kind of situation, you evaluate your life. Um, 
and, and, and during that time, my mind was racing all over the place. I was evaluating like, oh my gosh, like these, this thought literally has my life in his hand. He can blow my brains out and I wouldn't even make it past the next day. March 29, I remember it was March 28 when it happened. And, and it was crazy because, um, I, I just didn't like that feeling. I didn't like, like that feeling of being, um, told what to do. I mean, I didn't. Uh, he told me to lay down and, and shut up and not say anything. And then while they look for the valuables and it was, it was, I, I, that was the truest extreme example of being oppressed and, and, and I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I hated it. And it was crazy because, um, during that time I, I, I said to myself, I'm never gonna, if once I make, make it through this, I'm never, ever gonna feel this feeling ever again, ever. Because, um, it doesn't feel good, obviously, right? It's not, and and it's crazy, because I can't believe I had to go through this extreme for me to learn this kind of lesson. Um, I had to evaluate my life. I was looking at my life. I was looking what I did up until the that very moment. What was I doing before? What was I trying to do? What was I trying to do with my life? And I was actually trying to save and and amass wealth and then uh, retire um, at the time. And it was unreal because I somehow where along the way I really wanted to um, I've made myself a promise at that time in that all that whole entire storm of that all that situation I made myself this promise and this promise was that I'm gonna once I make it and if I make it through this I want to be the best that I can be tap into my fullest potential and take every opportunity came my way because um, I at any moment I could have died at that very moment, right? At any time, you could have died, and and you could have taken and taken everything with you, like that. Nothing. That's it. Like you're. It's just the end of that. Like life and the world continues afterwards when you die. I thought a lot more about the March on March 29th, the next day, than I did that very moment. I thought to myself, like you know, I'm gonna die, and I'm not gonna make it through the next day. I'm just gonna be this person on the news, and and that was it. And it really made me really sad and, and angry because I didn't do the things that I've always wanted to do. And it was so frustrating at that time, guys. I'm telling you, I hope that, again, like God forbid, I hope that doesn't happen to anyone out there who listening to this podcast because it's truly, truly extreme. Best case scenario, though, it's a huge plus. This best case scenario, my mom and dad walked away with our lo- with their lives. Um, everyone's okay. I was okay. Um, what we lost was just you know belongings, cell phones, whatever it was, just material possessions and stuff. And it really painted a picture for me what was important again. What was important? What was not important? What was not important was all those cell phones, those things that they've taken away because they can be, you know, bought back. You can get them again and money comes and goes. Um, It really painted a clear picture. You know, what was really important and it was my family. It was my mom and dad. And uh, luckily my brother wasn't there. He was at school. He lives on campus. So he wasn't there. But um, yeah, it, it really painted that picture, that really extreme example. And I had to keep that promise to myself. I had to go out there and be be the best that I can be, tap into my fullest potential. And I'm still scratching the surface of it right now. It's been two years from that day. And um, tap into the fullest potential. Tap into and, and impact everybody's lives in a positive way because at the end of it all, it's not important, all the material things that you mask. 
what was important is like the impressions, the legacy that you leave behind. And I definitely want to leave a legacy behind for sure. And um, I hope this never happens to anybody of you, but any one of you. But again, the lessons learned from all this was that I learned a lot of lessons, by the way, from all this. Number one was that things can be bought again, right? Things come and go, money comes and goes, but not your life. Life just ends there, right? If, if he pulled the trigger, life would have ended for me. That's it, over. And so so understanding that and differentiating that, and maybe that's why I'm a little bit more laid back compared to most of my friends in terms of like this. Um, whenever my friends are freaking out or I have, a little, you know, my brother's freaking out or something like that, I, I ask them like what is really important? Why are you getting flustered? And can you calmly uh, think about rationally of like what to do next? And, and it's crazy because now I, I have this, Ability now to 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 focus on what was really important. It allows me to do a lot of cool things in my business, and it's like you know what I can take a little bit more risk now because at the end of the day, um, you're not going to take it any of it with you. So so it really really painted that clear picture for me uh, and painted uh, gratitude for me. Um, being grateful that I get to walk away and I get to speak to you here today is is one of those things I'm grateful for every single day. I am happy that I get to live, that I get to see the next day, I get to enjoy, I get to live life the way that I want it, the way that I get, I get to build it. I have this ability now to go in unapologetically to tackle life the way that I want it. So yeah, um, number three, what was really cool was that I, I, I learned to forgive uh, those guys. And, and as weird as this may sound, I learned to forgive them because um, nobody is born evil. There were circumstances and situations that made them do what they do. And to them, they interpreted that as, as something that they had no choice to do or, or whatever it is. But nobody was born evil. So it was easier to let go and forgive than to bottle it up and keep it inside because it's, it's over. Right, it was over. It's done with, and and there's only choices that you can make at this present moment. And the choice is is to move forward, to step and go, or or to always you know waddle and 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 be caught up in the past all the time. And and we see people like this out there like this all the time as well too. Not in that extreme scenario, but people typically hold on to bad experiences and and anger, and it really affects them in a negative way. I didn't want that because for me to serve an impact, I have to be uh, able to let go, right? So so I had to let go of that. So it was really um, tough, but it's it's easy. Well, for me now, it's easy, right? So, so forgiving and forgetting is even, even if like that person is not sorry or, or you'll probably never hear it, but you know, those unspoken apologies, take them and let it go because you'll live a happier life that way. Um, that gives you power that empowers you to be the best that you can be. So, yeah. So these are the things that I've learned that after through the whole entire experience is why I do what I do is because again, I was so close to death. I was so close to death and and I really wanted to to keep that promise to myself. So, yeah, guys, this was my really intense story. And uh, I hope you guys learned a lot from this. Um, 
there's still another two-parter of this as well too. So the other reason as well too behind that as to my motivation to to push forward is that you know I I'm I come from an immigrant family. Uh, my mom is from Vietnam and my dad is from Vietnam, and um, during that time I don't I'm uh, I'm really botching the dates and everything like that. But Vietnam War had just ended in 1975, and this is another reason why I do what I do. So, Vietnam War, nineteen seventy-five. My mom um, was born in a time where the governments were really unstable. There was nothing; they weren't sure what was gonna do, like what's gonna happen. My mom was born in the south, and I was looking up numbers of her village, of of where, um, of how many the death counts were, and. In that village alone, in the southern a small village over there, uh, four hundred thousand Vietnamese people died. It was crazy. Um, my my mom was faced with a decision to make. A lot of Vietnamese people fled the country because they weren't sure what was going to happen to the southern, um, you know, side of Vietnam. And so my mom, and along with many other Vietnamese people who were faced with decisions to leave and fled the country. Um, when they knew that they may not come back or lose their life, you could possibly lose your life. And again, like I repeat, like it's 400,000 people that died doing this, making that decision to take off and run away. So it was insane because, because my mom took a huge, huge life or death risk and, and she took off and went South to Malaysia. And then, um, was on boats for a little while and made it made it to 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 uh, Canada after three years after that being on on that kind of journey and route and running and fleeing along with like millions of other Vietnamese people and when my mom made it to this country she came over here with not even a single word of English and and not even you know with only just the clothes on her back. It was it was crazy because um, during that time it, it it really it really opened my eyes that the decisions that she had to make to get to Canada that and that to give me and my little brother a life that 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 what she had to sacrifice it was almost as if, as if like I am doing a disservice if I don't take every advantage and and impact everybody's lives in a positive way be the best that i can be i would do a disservice to my own mom because of this because because i didn't try right she gave me the opportunities to to allow me to sit here with you talking to you and and being able to share with you my lessons and if I didn't do this, I'd be doing my mom a disservice of all her hardship, of all her running, of all. If I didn't attempt to build a lifestyle for myself the way that I wanted, again, it would be all a waste. And compared to her, the decisions I had to make, it's almost, it's it's small, right? No one's going to die. No one's going to, if I'm, you know, focusing on my business and everything there are risks involved but at the end of it like no one's gonna die no one's gonna get hurt um you know just financially probably yes but but i won't be losing my life and everything compared to the decisions that my mom had to make she had to run and she she wasn't too sure that if she was gonna make it there were other vietnamese people that were on boats for three months straight without food 
it really paints a picture for yourself. Like it's it's crazy, and I can only imagine because I was born in Canada. I was I'm so grateful to the, for Canada. I'm so grateful for where I'm from. I'm so grateful because I'm Canadian. I'm a Canadian Vietnamese. I'm so grateful to be given this opportunity to 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 take all these opportunities to impact and share my message to share my story with all of you. This is my why. This is my why. These are my why. These are the things that I do, why I do what I do, because I don't want to let my mom down and and waste all that of all that running, right? And it, it, it really hits, strikes a chord with me right now because um, it, it's, 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 it's crazy because, because, you know, I want to inspire now that along with many Canadians, Americans, um, many other people as well to listen to this podcast. I know there's people in Australia and stuff to to strive to be the best that they can be. Um, whether whether like I said, it's not. I'm not saying to be like a millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, or striving to whatever, but even striving to be the best mother, father, brother, you know, son, daughter. Just striving for that makes you a winner in my eyes, right? Striving to be better it's it's crazy (sighs) anyways guys i hope you guys enjoy this episode i'm gonna cut it off there guys because i it's 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 these are my why guys these are my why and these and, and and again hope i hope that you all resonate with this because i truly love what i do and i truly I'm so excited to grow even further beyond of what I truly am now. Like what I sorry, what I am now and everything to be who I am, who I truly am and and to continuously um grow and impact and everything because at the end of it it's all about legacy over currency. Um money is just literally just comes and goes. All these belongings and everything just comes and goes. Um what is important is the connections that you developed, the friendships that you create, the love that you have, the the people that you have in your life um yeah <laughs> Whew, guys anyways i will cut it off here guys i will see you guys very soon thank you so much for listening i appreciate every single one of you remember that you can um you don't have to go through these extreme situations that i went through but again like it's always good to learn and understand as well too because you too have the potential we're all human beings at the root of it we're all at the very core want to be uh providers create you know connections and everything and interact and everything we we as humans long for that connection so thank you so much for listening I appreciate every single one of you. Have a good one and take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.